Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Judges chapter 16. Samson went to Gaza, where he saw a prostitute and went to bed with her. When the Gazites heard that Samson was there, they surrounded the place and waited in ambush for him all the night at the city gate. They kept quiet all night, saying, Let's wait until dawn, then we will kill him. But Samson stayed in bed only until midnight. Then he got up, took hold of the doors of the city gate along with the two gate posts, and pulled them out, bar and all. He put them on his shoulders and took them to the top of the mountain overlooking Hebron. Some time later, he fell in love with a woman named Delilah, who lived in the Sorek Valley. The Philistine leaders went to her and said, Persuade him to tell you where his great strength comes from, so we can overpower him, tie him up, and make him helpless. Each of us will then give you 1,100 pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me, where does your great strength come from? How could someone tie you up and make you helpless? Samson told her, If they tie me up with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, I will become weak and be like any other man. The Philistine leaders brought her seven fresh bowstrings that had not been dried, and she tied him up with them. While the men in ambush were waiting in her room, she called out to him, Samson, the Philistines are here. But he snapped the bowstrings as a strand of yarn snaps when it touches fire. The secret of his strength remained unknown. Then Delilah said to Samson, You have mocked me and told me lies. Won't you please tell me how you can be tied up? He told her, If they tie me up with new ropes that have never been used, I will become weak and be like any other man. Delilah took new ropes, tied him up with them, and shouted, Samson, the Philistines are here. But while the men in ambush were waiting in her room, he snapped the ropes off his arms like thread. Then Delilah said to Samson, You have mocked me all along and told me lies. Tell me how you can be tied up. He told her, If you weave seven braids on my head into the fabric on a loom. She fastened the braids with a pin and called to him, Samson, the Philistines are here. He awoke from his sleep and pulled out the pin with the loom and the web. How can you say I love you, she told him, when your heart is not with me? This is the third time you have mocked me and not told me what makes your strength so great. Because she nagged him day after day and pleaded with him until she wore him out, he told her the whole truth and said to her, My hair has never been cut, because I am a Nazarite to God from birth. If I am shaved, my strength will leave me, and I will become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah realized that he had told her the whole truth, she sent this message to the Philistine leaders. Come one more time, for he has told me the whole truth. The Philistine leaders came to her and brought the silver with them. Then she let him fall asleep on her lap and called a man to shave off the seven braids on his head. In this way, she made him helpless and his strength left him. Then she cried, Samson, the Philistines are here. When he awoke from his sleep, he said, I will escape as I did before and shake myself free. But he did not know the Lord had left him. The Philistines seized him and gouged out his eyes. They brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze shackles, and he was forced to grind grain in the prison. But his hair began to grow back after it had been shaved. Now the Philistine leaders gathered together to offer a great sacrifice to their god Dagon. They rejoiced and said, Our god has handed over our enemy Samson to us. When the people saw him, they praised their god and said, 
Our God has handed over to us our enemy who destroyed our land and who multiplied our dead. When they were in good spirits, they said, Bring Samson here to entertain us. So they brought Samson from prison, and he entertained them. They had him stand between the pillars. Samson said to the young man who was leading him by the hand, Lead me where I can feel the pillars supporting the temple, so I can lean against them. The temple was full of men and women. All the leaders of the Philistines were there, and about 3,000 men and women were on the roof watching Samson entertain them. He called out to the Lord, Lord God, please remember me. Strengthen me, God, just once more. With one act of vengeance, let me pay back the Philistines for my two eyes. Samson took hold of the two middle pillars supporting the temple and leaned against them, one on his right hand and the other on his left. Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. He pushed with all of his might, and the temple fell on the leaders and all the people in it. And those he killed at his death were more than those he had killed in his life. Then his brothers and his father's whole family came down, carried him back, and buried him between Zorah and Eshtael in the tomb of his father Manoah. So he judged Israel twenty years. Judges chapter 17 There was a man from the hill country of Ephraim named Micah. He said to his mother, The eleven hundred pieces of silver taken from you, and that I heard you place a curse on, here is the silver. I took it. Then his mother said, My son, may you be blessed by the Lord. He returned the eleven hundred pieces of silver to his mother, and his mother said, I personally consecrate the silver to the Lord for my son's benefit to make a carved image and a silver idol. I will give it back to you. So he returned the silver to his mother, and she took five pounds of silver and gave it to a silversmith. He made it into a carved image and a silver idol, and it was in Micah's house. This man Micah had a shrine, and he made an ephod and household idols and installed one of his sons to be his priest. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did whatever seemed right to him. There was a young man, a Levite from Bethlehem in Judah, who was staying within the clan of Judah. The man left the town of Bethlehem in Judah to stay wherever he could find a place. On his way, he came to Micah's home in the hill country of Ephraim. Where do you come from? Micah asked him. He answered him, I am a Levite from Bethlehem in Judah, and I am going to stay wherever I can find a place. Micah replied, Stay with me and be my father and priest, and I will give you four ounces of silver a year, along with your clothing and provisions. So the Levite went in and agreed to stay with the man, and the young man became like one of his sons. Micah consecrated the Levite, and the young man became his priest and lived in Micah's house. Then Micah said, Now I know that the Lord will be good to me, because a Levite has become my priest. First John chapter 4 Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, even now is already in the world. You are from God, little children, and you have conquered them, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore what they say is from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. 
Anyone who knows God listens to us. Anyone who is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of deception. Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God because God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his one and only Son into the world so that we might live through him. Love consists in this, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, we also must love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love another, God remains in us, and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we remain in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit, and we have seen and we testify that the Father has sent his Son as the world's Savior. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God remains in him and he in God. And we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and the one who remains in love remains in God, and God remains in him. In this, love is made complete with us, so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Instead, perfect love drives out fear because fear involves punishment. So the one who fears is not complete in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, and yet hates his brother or sister, he is a liar. For the person who does not love his brother or sister whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And we have this command from him, the one who loves God must also love his brother and sister. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.